You are listening to episode one, Diagnosed with Lupus. This is Lupus Speaks Podcast, talks all things beyond the medicine, and I'm your host, Shadrika Holmes. Good day, warriors and friends. It is 4.15 in the morning. I am with you with a previously recorded episode between my sister and myself. This is an interview um, where she has asked me questions about my lupus diagnosis story. And it gives you some of my experiences with lupus. Hopefully this interview will give you some information and A background of who I am and where I came from. You know, pretty much what makes me credible to tell you guys about lupus and my story. So without further ado, let's get right on into the interview. Anything that I share on this particular show... Is from my experiences and my experiences only. I am not a healthcare professional or a licensed therapist. So if you are seeking to make any changes, I recommend you speaking to your doctor first. Hello, my name is Shamika. I am here as your hostess for today. I'm here interviewing Shadrika about lupus and her journey towards Redemption. Mm, I like that word, redemption. Okay. So, starting with the first question, tell us about the day when you were diagnosed. The day that I was diagnosed. Okay. Um, it was out of town, away from home. I was actually living in Macon, Georgia at the time. Um, I was not alone. I actually went with my boyfriend's mother. Um, This was back in 2008. Actually, October the 15th, 2008 was the date that I received the diagnosis. Um, I went in just to describe a little bit about my symptoms, which were, you know, hair loss, weight loss, loss of appetite, sensitivity to light, sound, um, my skin was like really itchy, had a little bit of embrasions on there, but not too bad, but it was just, just this irritable, I was always tired, oh my god, I was always tired, and, you know, I guess it was severe enough for them to even, I don't, you know, now that I think about it, like, I wouldn't even know how they would have known to test for lupus because those symptoms sound like so many things. Mm-hmm. Um, But they did. They drew the blood work and it came back a couple hours later. I was sat there and I remember his mom going, oh my God. And I'm like, what is lupus? Like, I had no idea. But she did, and she was just so sad. She was in tears, and I I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. I was I was only 20, so I didn't get 
what the how severe it was going to be. Okay. What was the hardest battle that you had to overcome pertaining to lupus? Um, I've had a couple of flares, if that's what you want to call it. Um, but I guess the toughest one was when I, um, I had tonsillitis. Um, yeah, it, it feels like you're swallowing glass, so I wouldn't eat. And I went from 125 pounds to 80 pounds. And um, I was wheelchair bound, so I lost my ability to walk. Like, period. I couldn't walk. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't speak. Um, I, I'm, I, I, like, I literally couldn't say nothing. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, you know, I do. Vaguely. Trying to, trying to talk to you, and then I literally couldn't say anything. Um... I think, you know, just being conformed to a child, again, I think was my toughest battle. You know, having my mom or mommy to take care of me, you know, just, like, feeding me baby food and being in diapers as a grown adult, 20-year-old woman. Like, you know. Sounds devastating. It was, because everybody at 21 is living their life in college and they're, you know, figuring things out about themselves. And I'm angry, mad at God, trying to figure out what I do to deserve this terrible thing that's happening to me. Um, I didn't want to be here no more, that's for sure. I was in so much pain. So, yeah, it was a lot going on. And... That was that was tough because I think everything I thought was just suicidal thoughts. I mean, I just want the pain to stop. And then it got to the point where I was having seizures too. So not only can I not control my abilities, I couldn't even control my body. Mm-hmm. Like it was just just seized out. Right. So I was in and out of the hospital a lot. So that was the hardest thing. Just that was that was tough. That was tough. Um, I mean, I, I mean, I could share about the last uh, flare, which was more so in the skin. I, both of them were really, really tough, but I feel like the first one was more severe. Because it's like that first initial. Okay, wow, I have lupus, and it's very bad. Yeah, like. It, it was like okay, well that's when I took it seriously. That's yeah. when I knew that's that when lupus was like, like, oh, this is lupus. okay. This is lupus. Right. This this real. This ain't no joke. Like what? This ain't just okay. You know, my head hurt and I don't feel good. And my joints hurt. This is like disabling. Right. Absolutely. I can only imagine. Yeah. So when you have those disabling moments or just hard days. What are some other, like, what, do you have, like, doubts, like, about your abilities during doing those kind of moments? Um, I used to have doubts um, because, you know, you're you afraid. You're afraid to do anything to put you back in that place. So you're afraid to ride on a roller coaster because you don't want to have a seizure or you're afraid to um, fall because I don't want to break my hip because of the healing process. I, I'm afraid of 
I'm not saying I'm afraid of this these things now because I, I just feel like if it happened, then it happened. But I'm gonna live. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm not going to continue to be afraid of everything and put myself in this box. Like even in the sun. Oh, I can't be out in the sun or I'm gonna burn up. Yeah, you you will burn up if you don't put nothing on your skin. Mm-hmm. But you can go outside. You could you could have some sun exposure if you don't go in the peak of the day. You know what I'm saying? But you got to educate yourself in order to know that you actually have to experience that, you know, that last flare that I was talking about with the skin. That came from experience because I had been in remission for like three years. I had a whole child and everything. And went into that uh, aquatica in Florida. I was in the sun too long, girl. Came back with hives. And so that lasted six months. You know, so from, uh, it was a long time. I feel like June, when do we go? June 2016 all the way to like, Mm-hmm. Was, was it, it two weeks? No, girl, it was like six months. I don't, I don't oh. that where I broke out in hives because oh. you know it was this thing where we, I was taking medicine to keep the hives down, but it would still come up every single day. Right. Um. Yeah, and I was taking everything: prednisone, uh, Benadryl, Zyrtec, Allegra, dermatologist, rheumatologist. Yeah, <laughs> I do remember that. It was crazy. Yeah. So, like, when you have, like, limited, like, situations, how do you, like, overcome that? Like, with a positive mindset or... Um, well, it's it's hard to say how I overcome them because every situation has been different. Um, I think the first situation where I was literally disabled, I feel like it was other people believing in me and 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 wanting me to be here um that made me fight a little bit harder um prayers um so it changed the way i thought about being here having a little bit more hope um so that removes the limits a little bit because you know um i'm like you know what i could do this you know um this sucks but i could do this so I think that's some of the ways that I kind of go through the process of um, looking inward and figuring out why. Yeah. So when you have lupus flare-ups, what do you recommend in order to subdue them? Um, I, I think that um, I recommend doing a total makeover. And I'm not saying like makeover, like put on some makeup. I mean like a my body spirit do over, like a cleanse, like a cleanse, like your 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 body to me is saying something's wrong. Pay attention to me, and that doesn't mean, and that's just the outside, but it's also in the inside because you know lupus is knownly calls for stress and that's a trigger for the flares so if you are in a stressful environment or something like that then you will go out into a flare so maybe you need to focus on your environment Mm -hmm. or maybe it's the foods that you eat 
or you know the spirit what do you consume how do you nourish your body how do you nourish your spirit how do you protect your energy all those things i feel are ways to that i recommend you know yeah okay cool cool so what is your biggest fear about being a loopie I mean, hands down, my biggest fear is, you know, losing my disability. Mm. Um, just because not everyone gets that. <laughs> Nobody really gets free health care. You know, right. um, a check coming in the mail, anything like that. I mean, that. And, and, and it's disabling. You know, it's a blessing and it's a curse. It is a blessing for, oh my God, it's a blessing when you literally can't work because you're going to work and make yourself sick. Like, it's a blessing. And just all the other things that come from it, you don't have to struggle to get this medication. For me, I only have to pay a dollar and 20 cents for it. Right. Um, But then it's that curse of like, you only on this set amount of income. You cannot make more. You can't move and, and progress in a way where you see yourself living because... In the last three years, I have been removing removing these limiting beliefs about myself and lupus and shifting my mindset to be able to to understand that lupus does not matter, that it's secondary, and that I can't have the life that I want. So that fear of losing my benefits needs to be removed in order for me to be fruitful. Right. Yeah. Okay. So this is going to be my last question. Okay. What are some ways that... People don't have lupus can help someone that they love or know that has lupus. Um, the most beneficial way is to be present, and because nobody can understand what you actually going through, you know, as far as pain and you know what your thoughts are and just how you feeling, you know. I think it's. It's being patient with the person and helping them find resources and tools that they can use in order to heal thyself. And um, just being present. Like when when you, when you a person has to go, a lot of the times I've had to go to the doctor by myself. Mm-hmm. And then the person says, oh, well, what the doctor say? I really don't remember. I don't know. <laughs> like, that's so much stuff that they're telling me. I, I, I tuned out yeah. at a certain point. So be present. And then I won't have to try to remember for you. Right. Um, things like that. Um, I mean, it's, it's so many more ways to, to go about it. But I think that most of, more so than anything is to educate themselves, get the information, um be hands on don't um and i know it's hard for a person to be a caretaker or a caregiver over somebody that they love to see suffering but do the best that you can do right and whatever you don't know find out cool okay ooh i have a bonus question what is the purpose of this podcast the purpose of this particular podcast is just because I'm already working on two of them, so let me put that out there. But this one is just an overview or outlook of what I saw, what I experienced, what I've learned, um, mainly through the healing part of it all, in that 
like what I said before, I mentioned before, um, lupus is secondary. Um, that we all going to have other things that happen to us or we go through that we have to heal from and learn from. And lupus is just not the, not the only thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want to be able to break down the tools that I've used, the resources that I've found um, to be very, very helpful such as exercising yoga and planning, uh, using a planner. That is like the main drive for finding a purpose. Right. You know, taking this particular situation, find a blessing and the lesson and the testimony in this whole thing and, and, and go with it. And it, and it came from, and it came from using a planner, like a physical planner, writing stuff down mm-hmm. and journaling so, yeah, that's what I want to talk about. I want to shed light on finding a positive way to, to look at it. I, I I know it's very tough to find a positive outlook on something that, that feels horrible. But life is literally what you make it. Mm-hmm. It is. And how you perceive it is how you speak on it, you know, what you think about it. All that mm-hmm. is going to be what it is so that's pretty much what it's about you just bring it on guests to you know share the same uh same views that i have when it comes to these things and these resources even a different view um because again i don't know everything Mm mm-hmm I'm still discovering what it all means to be an advocate for lupus and mm-hmm. what it means to be a foundation and an organization and, and build this community because in a sense I'm set apart. I don't I don't think that I'm the same and that's a whole nother topic for another day. Right. <laughs> that's like religious beliefs. But you know, at the same time there that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So, any last final things that you want to say? Um, let's just build a community, guys. Let's 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 be the sisterhood and the support. Um, let's live out loud. You know, um, I, I think that it's totally freeing to have a support system. You know, people that believe in you, people who support you and are like you and can understand. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just help me build this community. That's the last thing. I just feel like it would be awesome. Yeah. I have a lot of ideas that I want to put out there and I want to see happen, but I feel like this is the first step, the right. community, the healing. Yeah. Yeah. Takes a community. Absolutely. Well, that wraps it up again. I am your host Shamika and it was lovely doing this interview with you. Oh, yes. Thank you so much, sister. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with your family and your friends. And if you haven't already, go on over to Facebook and Instagram and follow me at Lupus Speaks. For show notes and more information, please go over to www.lupusspeaks.org. Remember, warriors, 
You do not have to fight this fight alone. I am with you. And I understand. Until next time, peace and be intentional. Thank you.